بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم Yesterday we had mentioned that one particular woman, she had sent a message the previous day and she asked that which surah of the Qur'an Sharif is being recited or was recited by this person that had accepted Islam. So we mentioned to her that it was Surah Alam Nashra. So thereafter she sent a message today, she explained about her mother. She said that her mother was from Mayville, from the Mayville area. And she said she passed away at the age of 93. But her mother in her young days, she always kept friends with the Muslim people. And she spoke so much about Islam, but never did she say that she accepted Islam or never did she say she was a Muslim or anything of that sort. So this lady says that one day it so happened that it was a majlis in Azadwal, it was Mullah Abdul Hamid Saab's majlis. But on that day Allah Ta'ala put in her heart that today I don't want to go to a majlis, I want to go and visit my mother. So she went to visit her mother. So when she went to visit her mother, the family were there, her mother was in the bed. And uh, when she and her husband came in, they are Muslim people. So when they came in, she said that so long I'm waiting for you people and you're only coming now. So nevertheless, all the family, they left the room. And this lady was now alone in the room with her son-in-law and the daughter, both who are Muslims. So they started reciting Kalima. So when they started reciting Kalima, she took the sheet that was there and she covered herself with the sheet. And whatever happened after that, and she, uh, they left there after. So then she says that after that she passed away, when she passed away after two, uh, two months ago, I think, she said that two months ago they cremated the body. But her son, who is a Muslim, this lady who's telling the story now, her son, who is a Muslim, the deceased lady's grandson, his name is Arshad. So this Arshad, he saw a dream. And in the dream that he saw, he sees that her grand, his grandmother is telling him in the dream that I recited Kalima long ago. I'm a mu'mina and I'm a believer long ago. Mulana Qasim sahab Nanotwi rahmatullahi on one occasion, he, say, he saw a Hindu in Jannat. So when he saw the Hindu in Jannat, he said, how you came to Jannat? You was a Hindu in this world, but you came to Jannat. He says that that which was taboo for me, that which was impermissible for me, at the time of moth, Allah Ta'ala sent the farishta. And Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala made the farishta make me recite kalima, and I passed away on iman. So we nobody to judge anyone. We don't know what the end result of what our end result is going to be. And we don't know what the end result of a kafir might be. Some good action he must have carried out. Allah Ta'ala became happy. Allah Ta'ala forgive them. Allah grants them the highest ranks in Jannah. And perhaps this kafir that Mulana Qasim Sahib Nanotwi Rahmatullahi saw in his dream, this was because he showed respect to the Mubarak month of Ramadan. That he had a restaurant. In India they call it hotel. So he had this hotel. But when he used to come to the month of Ramadan, he used to close it up. So people asked him, they say, but we Hindu, we will buy from you. We're going to eat food. For us, it, we don't have to keep fast. So what he said, that he said that I cannot see that the Muslim people are fasting and we are eating. So on that, Allah Taala gave him Iman at the time of that. But here, remember, there are two things. Iman comprises of two aspects. One is what we call tasdeeq bil qalb. That with the heart of a person, he must believe in the oneness of Allah Taala. This is a necessary component. That if the tasdeeq bil qalb, if testifying with the heart is not found, a person is not mu'min. A munafiqin, the munafiqin in the time of Rasulullah they all said, we are mu'min, we are believers. But in the heart, there was no iman. So Allah says, for these munafiqin, innal munafiqin fi darkil asfali minan nar. They will be in the lowest depths of the fire of Jahannam. They are worse than the kuffar also. Because they were munafiqin. So if the heart, the iman is, hasn't entered the heart, it is just on the tongue of a person. That iman is not acceptable in the court of Allah. 
But if a person in his heart he testifies to the oneness of Allah Taala, I believe in one Allah, I believe in Rasulullah as the final Nabi of Allah, his Iman is valid in the court of Allah Taala. But here in the world, how do we know that he has brought Iman? We don't know what is in the heart of a person. So the second part of Iman is Iqrar bil Lisan. So one is Tasdik bil Qalb and the second is Iqrar bil Lisan. You have to confess with your tongue that I'm a Mu'min. When a person will confess with his tongue that I'm a Mu'min, now at the time of moth, we know that a Mu'min has passed away. Now we can make arrangement for his ghusl, his kafan, his dafan, all this we will make arrangement for. But if a person didn't make Iqrar bil Lisan and he has to pass away, then we cannot make arrangements according to Sharia like how a Mu'min is buried. But if the Iman is in his heart, on the court, the court of Allah is accepted. Tomorrow he's going to enter into Jannah. We'll wonder how is he entering into Jannah, but he has already brought Iman. So here also this young boy and this young girl, this husband and wife, brought have brought Iman. When they brought, brought Iman, now the wife tells the husband that just as my Apa had advised me, that don't expose your Iman to anyone, I am also advising you the same thing. That you also don't expose your Iman to anybody. Keep it a secret. So the husband, he kept it a secret. He never informed anyone about Iman. But nevertheless, his father was a very, very wealthy person. He was a Hindu person, very, very wealthy. And they had a thriving business. So he used to work for his father. So he was getting a very good income from that business. Now he started accumulating the wealth that he was acquiring from his father's business. He had so much of money that he had extra, moreover and above his basic needs and necessities. So he was saving this money. So he came, he came to a state where he decided that now I want to open my own business. So when he went to open his own business, his father also assisted him. His father also gave him finance. That you're opening your own business here, I'll also give you money. You continue, you open your own business. So he opened his own business. Allah Ta'ala gave so much of barakah in that business also that that business also flourished. And when that business flourished, he told his wife, now is time that we expose our iman. We are independent. Allah Ta'ala has given us dunya. Now I'm not in need of my father also any longer. So expose this iman that we have. So both of them took the courage they went forward and they both said that we are mu'min we are now believers the moment they said that they are mu'min and they said that they are now believers immediately the father kicked him out he got him immediately out of the business but look at the power of iman that when iman enters into the heart even dunya can go person he's not worried about dunya why because he knows what is the taste of iman when the sweetness of iman mullah ali qari rahmatullah says inna halawatal iman idha dakhala qalban lam yakhruj minha abada and when the sweetness of iman enters into the heart of a person this will never come out of the heart of a person it remains forever and if the sweetness of iman will remain forever in the heart of a person at the time of death and at the time of moth he will read kalima and he's going to leave the world so they said that let that business go so his mother sided with him so what the mother did she had one property so she transferred this property immediately onto her son's name though the hindus they found out that this property also has been transferred so they immediately they they turned against him in regards to this property also to such an extent that they took this matter to court that this property must now be returned it cannot remain with this boy any longer so on one side he went through a lot of difficulty he was thrown out on the other side we find that that the girl from her family her father who was a staunch Aryan Hindu she he sent his son that you go and talk to your sister and bring her back into Hinduism so this man he now came to speak to his sister when he came to his sister the, he raised one objection inshallah we'll just mention this one point and we'll continue tomorrow so he raised one objection what objection did he raise he said see the Muslims they slaughter cows and thereafter they eat the cow. <coughs> Whereas for them, it is not permissible to slaughter the cow and eat the cow. So he said that they slaughter cows and they eat the cow. You went and you accepted that religion. Those people that slaughter cows and eat cows, you went to accept that religion. 
So she was very learned as well in the, in the Vedas. So what did she say? Didn't you read in our, in our book what was written? That one of the Rajas of, Hin of India, the Rajas were the rulers of India at one particular time. So the Rajas that were ruling in India in the time of one particular Raja, a plague became widespread. So they asked the pundits of that time, they said that this plague has become widespread. So what should we do? What is the solution to the problem? So the pundits said at that time, they said that slaughter 100 cows. We're not talking of one cow. They said slaughter 100 cows. And these 100 cows, go and throw it out in the jungle. Let the animals come and eat the cow. Let the birds come and eat the cow. And after that, you will see that this plague will come to an end. So this particular Raja, he got 100 cows slaughtered. And these 100 cows were now thrown into the jungle. When they were thrown into the jungle, animals came and ate of it. The birds came and ate of it. Immediately, the plague came to an end. So she told the brother that, see, when animals ate the, ate the cow, then all the problems of the world came to an end. If Muslims eat the cow, what is the problem with that then? So he didn't have any answer to this particular objection. This was the first objection. And then there are two more objections. We'll continue with that tomorrow, inshallah.